Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time we gather for spiritual conversation and enlightening guests, and I'm glad you're here. Time and distance are no barrier to energy, and that means no matter when you're listening, no matter how you found us, you are here for a reason. And I hope something in the next hour lights you up and helps you move forward. What if you could create real, sustainable, lasting energy and vitality? And what if you could start today to do that, no matter what your present level of health is or isn't? Well, Dr. Marilyn Joyce is here today to share healthy strategies to transform body, mind, emotions, and spirit. If you're looking for tools to help you shift cycles of worry and anxiety, to lift your attitude, improve your overall well-being, stay with us because this promises to be a great conversation. Are you ready to meet Dr. Marilyn? Dr. Marilyn Joyce is an author, educator, and internationally renowned speaker with more than 30 years of experience at the forefront of nutrition, health, and education. She's a registered dietitian with a doctorate in psychology and nutrition and grounded in biochemistry and human nutrition, as well as yoga and mind-body-spirit wellness. Dr. Marilyn brings a scientific and holistic perspective to her work. Her books include Five Minutes to Health and Instant Energy, The Five Keys to Unlimited Energy and Vitality. Now, you can find out more about Dr. Marilyn and her work at drmarilynjoyce.com. Dr. Marilyn, welcome to Out of the Fog. Thank you so much, Karen, for inviting me onto the show. I'm very excited about this today. Oh, wonderful. I'm, I'm glad you're here. And I think maybe where I'd like to start is just by asking, what is it about the way we're living today? We have so much, things should be so easy, and yet we are sick and we're tired and we're dragging around, we're not feeling well. What is it about the way we're living that creates these problems? Well, I think one of the key problems we have, Karen, is this 24-7 being on. We, it, it has created a major en- energy deficit, and I'm not talking about fuel-in-the-car deficit here. I'm talking about personal energy crisis, because we are so overwhelmed and inundated from the time we wake up to the time we go to sleep and alter our sleep. I mean, how many of us go to bed with our cell phones, you know? Uh, you wouldn't have done that 15 years ago or maybe even 10 years ago. But now we are constantly on the go, and on top of that, We're not sitting down to regular family meals. We're eating on the run, eating out. And when you eat on the run, you're usually gobbling your food down. 
you know, there's so many factors that come into play here because you're not going to digest your food as well. You're not getting the nutrients to begin with that your body really needs because of the nature of fast food itself and the fast-paced life and not taking time out to relax, which is something that in the old days, even though people worked really hard, they would sit down and in a rocking chair outside and enjoy the evening air. We don't. We come in and we sit down and watch the news on TV, which gets us even more stressed out. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, a, it's this plethora of 24-7 uh, stress triggers that are going on around us and in our lives and, and therefore affecting our bodies and how we relate to life in general. I had a wonderful opportunity a few weeks ago to spend a week down at a at a spa where beautiful food was cooked for me, beautiful healthy food was cooked for me, and I swam and I was in the sun and I slept a reasonable and I came back and I felt a little bit slimmer and I felt happier and more centered. But as soon as I crossed the threshold of my home, bam, right back to the old habits and the old ways. So how can how can we make these last shifts in our life without having to somehow pack everything up and move to the spa because that's that's not practical it's not practical Karen and that's that actually is why I created the five-minute strategies that I created I I had the benefit I guess you might say of coming from the 60s and 70s when hippies like myself which I would never have admitted to back then (laughs) um, hitchhiked around the world and I ended up spending a year and a half in India studying yoga And during that time, I learned five key principles for healthy living. Now, in an ashram, you live them 24-7. You you basically are continually living through these five keys throughout any individual day. And any one strategy that we learned would take five, six hours, you know, a minimum, maybe three. Uh, Karma yoga, which was just hard work, really, took up the longest amount of time. But what I did was I, I looked at well, when I was going through my own journey with cancer, but also all the years that I've worked with patients, and I still do work with patients, I realized that they just didn't have the time and they didn't have the energy, whether they were the patient or the loving partner, caregiver, whatever, who was taking care of them. They were burned out. They were tired. So what would they do? It came down to five-minute strategies. So what I teach is basically to take time throughout the day to do these, you know, various five-minute strategies. I have hundreds of them. But if you just did, you know, five or six of these strategies each day, five minutes each, you're really only taking up 30 to 60 minutes in your day, but you're going to rebuild your immune system. You're going to restructure the way that you handle stress. You're going to include healthy nutrients in your body because it only takes five to ten minutes to prepare something really healthy. I mean, let's face it, the more preparation you put into food, probably the less healthy it is for you because you're probably cooking the life out of it. So it's getting back to the basics. And so that's really what it boils down to. It's getting down to five-minute strategies, like even just taking five minutes out. You know how you have those moments in your day when you're ready to rip the hair out of your head because you're you're stressed out and you don't know what to do to get over that overwhelm. I mean, we all have those moments. As calm as I can be most of the time in my life, there's a, once in a while those times when I'm just like, <gasps> so the best thing you can do is just put everything away or at least turn off the phone, turn off the computer or shut it down or whatever for five minutes. Put your feet up 
put a timer on if you have to, if you've got appointments that you have to get back to, put a timer on for five minutes and then start breathing to a um, uh, count of four, basically. Count breathing into a count of four, holding to a count of four, and releasing to a count of four. And that count should be slow, like one, two, three, four, that kind of, t- that, that uh, tone and that, um, that pace. And so when you do that for five minutes, what clients tell me constantly is they feel completely renewed at the end of just five minutes. In fact, I'll do it for one minute in a, with a live audience, and in one minute, everybody's hand goes up and says that they're feeling more relaxed. It's that quick. So it's not like you have to spend an hour or a half an hour even or even 15 minutes. Five minutes of focused breathing will relax your body and prepare you for the next step in your day. You know, it's simple things like that that just make all the difference in the world. So we complicate things, Karen. That's the problem with humanity. We take simple stuff and make it complex instead of taking the complex and making it simple. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's true. I'm thinking as you're saying this that it, it suggests if I can sit down and have that breathing pattern and feel that instant shift, that suggests to me that there's a kind of a natural rhythm or natural balance or natural something happening that it it's easy for me to turn back to. So do you believe yes. that there is a natural flow that we just are turning back to? Oh, absolutely. I mean, if you think about the body, our body is about 80% water. Now, we may be a little bit dehydrated, but if you're more than about, you know, 25% dehydrated, you're definitely going to feel it. You're not going to be able to focus, think straight or any of that. So we definitely, you know, we need water because we are basically water with some molecules in between instead of the other way around. <laughs> and if you look at us, look at our bodies under a microscope, which is, you know, part of my background from way back, you can actually see that, all that water that's there. So what we need to do is get our body into a rhythm. And I mean, another simple way to do that is basically swimming. Now, of course, if you're swimming in a chlorinated pool, you've got to account for that because the skin is 80 percent porosity, so it's going to absorb a lot of that. But if you're swimming in an ocean that's relatively clean, or you're swimming in a pool that's a salt-based uh, saline solution, I should say, then you're, you're, that's an, a very good rhythmic exercise. But if you don't have access to that, another simple way is that the exercise ball. Just get on that ball and just bounce on it. That creates a rhythm. And another exercise is absolutely wonderful for that is either the trampoline or the mini trampoline, what we call a rebounder. Five minutes on that, NASA has shown five minutes on that is the equivalent of 35 to 40 minutes of uh, fast walking or slow jogging. And what does that do apart from from, uh, being a great exercise? It also rebalances your lymphatic system, which is the sore system in your body, and it's the fluid. And so when we hear about people being diagnosed with cancer, what do they talk about? The lymph nodes being involved, right? If instead of removing those lymph nodes, we started getting people bouncing or doing the rebounding or or trampoline or swimming or or even jumping rope as long as it's on a rubber floor, then one of the, what's going to happen, one of the major things is that you're going to rebalance that lymphatic system and you're also detoxing it at the same time. It's one of the best detoxification processes we have is just bouncing rhythmically. And so, you know, there's, there's so many benefits to that. But the, the, the key thing is that you're actually 
creating rhythm in the fluids in your body. It's like the ocean. If you think about the ebbs and flows of the ocean, right? Now, granted, there's storms too, and we have our own storms in our, within our own bodies. But the point is that basically we want to get back to that ebb and flow, ebb and flow throughout our body. And that's the rhythmic flow. And it's just simple strategies that I just mentioned that will do that. Wow. And so those exercises that you mentioned for rebalancing the lymphatic system, are, are those, those ones are especially good? Are, will all exercises do that as part of the issue in the lymphatic system that nothing is moving? Because most of us are sedentary. We are not moving. It's true. Now, all exercise is good. I mean, I, I have a statement that I use with all my patients at some point in time, and that is get off your seat and on your feet. <laughs> because if you sit too long, we know that, that you're setting yourself up for cardiovascular disease and goodness knows what else. You need to get your body moving. Every 60 minutes is ideal if you're uh, a person who's sitting at a computer, and I know I am. But every 60 minutes or less, I will get up and move around and then come back and sit down. One, it refreshes you. You know, a change of, um, you know, your uh, physiology is so critical to being able to produce more effectively and to focus more effectively, et cetera. But... From the standpoint of really detoxing your lymphatic system and, and creating a really solid rhythm throughout your body, there are specific exercises that are better than others because they re- rejuvenate at a cellular level. And that's, you know, especially the mini trampoline. I'm a diehard for that. But also swimming, if you can find the right kind of water to swim in and the exercise ball for people who cannot jump up and down on a mini trampoline. The exercise ball was a great invention. You can also get an exercise ball chair so that you're continually working your uh, the rhythm in your body as you're sitting on that chair because it's forcing you to stay in balance. It's creating a balance, basically. I love that. My partner just got one in her office, and I go in from my regular slumpy office chair, which is what I have, and I go in, and she's sitting in her nice, taut abs and all beautifully lined up. Uh-huh. And I, uh, so I think an exercise ball chair is next on my list as well. Um, it's a great chair. Great chair. You'll love it. <laughs> now, one of the things about this book, about instant energy, and guys, this is an enormous book, okay? There is there's wisdom and information on just about everything you can think of, it, if it has to do with nutrition and and wellness and emotional health. It's, an, it's a gigantic book. But one of the things that I like about it, that you have a wonderful kind of program talking about detoxification. And since we've talked about getting energy moving now through the lymphatic system, I wonder, Dr. Merlin, if you could share a little bit about safely detoxing and how it's best to do that. I know that you advocate not just detoxing kind of in a, in a food way, but also cocooning yourself, making a good, um, a, a lovely safe space to do that in as you're detoxing? Yes, I am a true advocate for creating a ritual out of it, making it a two, three-day process at at the very least. I think a three-day is really the best. You know, maybe you'll start on Friday, take a day off work or whatever, um, but start on Friday. And so what you're doing is you're you're building the scenario. And I tell people, you know, before you actually start the detox on the Friday, then what you do is during the early part of the week, you go out and get the candles, the uh, aromatherapy essences, the you know, get ready for the bath salts, the Epsom salts is what I recommend. You know, you get all of those things put in place, and then you make sure that you have the right foods available for the, the whole food juicing that we recommend. 
uh, so that you're, everything is in place. It's all done. You've got it ready to go. And then when you do this process, you, it is strictly and totally for you. You cocoon completely. You shut out the world. You can have good books, but nothing serious. No news on the, on the TV. Preferably don't even watch TV. But if you're going to, then watch a comedy. You know, watch something that's going to make you laugh because laughing releases endorphins. It also helps you rid your body of toxins. Having a bath every day during that ri- that ritual, that process you know, with Epsom salts, it pulls out the toxins from your body. And you should rinse yourself as well because once you've had a bath with Epsom salts, then you want to make sure that you have a, a quick shower, uh, warm water to rinse off any of the toxification that's still lingering. So that's the other thing. And the other thing to do too is to make sure you're you have lavender uh, essence, you know, the oil of lavender, because that helps you to relax and you want to completely unwind and relax. Drink herbal teas, avoid things that contain caffeine, you know, that, that it's all of the typical things. We, we outline the entire process in the chapter on Detox for Life in Instant Energy. We have a separate program available, but it's all in instant energy, and it's right there. But the point is to really take the time for you. I mean, when you just expressed, Karen, what happened for you when you took that time out, that's what we need to be doing for ourselves on a regular basis, not once a year, once a month at least, just taking that time to shut the world out, be still, Meditate, and I so believe in prayer and meditation because when you're taking that time to be by yourself, that's when thoughts come up. So make sure you have a journal. Then you do your prayer or your meditation or both, whatever works for you. But I, be- I believe in prayer. I'm always asking God for things. So, you know, whatever the you consider God to be in your life, you know, the creator, superhuman, or super being, or whatever. But the point is, I will pray to God. And then you take time to just be still, to receive the answers. And that's what I call meditation, is to just be still and receive. And then you take your journal. And I love doing this in the bathtub, by the way. You start journaling. Anything that comes up, because when you're in that state where you've separated yourself out from the rest of the world, and the rest of humanity, and you're not watching all that bad news on TV or listening on the radio or whatever. Instead, what you do is you just write down, you know, whatever comes out of you. Your insights will start to flow, and the more you just allow them to flow, the more they will flow because what you focus on expands. So it's focusing on that. The other, uh, the other part of that whole process, too, is when you're doing the, the journaling, write gratitudes. Write down at least five gratitudes that you have that for, for that particular day or that particular week or month. Um, I like to gratitude, do, write gratitudes every day because if you do five gratitudes a day, you know those moments when you're really having a bad day again, another process you can use when you're having a, a bad day to rectify that day and change it instantly is to write five gratitudes, five things you're grateful for, even if it's the same thing five times. Hmm. And then what you do is it, it, it regroups you. You start to, you know, what you focus on expands. So when you're focused on gratitude, so what you're grateful for, you get more of that, more of what to be, what you can be grateful for, instead of the bad time that you think you're having. And it's it's that quick. It's instant. You change your mind in an instant. You change your life in an instant. Basically, that's how it works. 
And it's and detoxification does that too. And it's instant, but it's not um, a band aid. What what I like about the book, right. and what I like about what you're sharing, is that it's all about nourishing the system. It's not about bad girl have a detox, bad girl you know don't know more whatever it is for you. It really is all about how do I nourish myself in a in a clean way, in a safe way, body, mind, and spirit. That's wonderful. Yes, exactly. That's it. And it's, that's the whole point, Karen. It's about whole person health. Because what has happened in our culture is we've separated the person into four parts. The physical part, the mental part, the emotional part, and the spiritual part. And we treat each one of them separately. But So people never get well unless they start to integrate all four parts of themselves into one. And when you do that, health becomes a part of your, your being. There's a, there's a belief that when people become ill, and especially when people become ill with, with the big scary things, cancer, uh, autoimmune diseases, things that are chronic, things that cause a lot of pain, things that can be terminal, in their process, that those illnesses come on because the person did something wrong. And I wondered where you, where you stood on that. Yeah, that's kind of the blame game, you know, um, on some level. And the way I see it is it's not so much about somebody, do, about a person doing something wrong. I mean, most of the time, if we do things that are not so healthy, it's unconscious. We just do them because that's what we've always done. And I believe that God and the universe are quite forgiving until we know. Once we know and we continue doing what's not healthy, then we'll pay a higher price, I think. You know, it's not that we're being blamed for anything or we're getting that just reward for all that bad stuff we're doing. I don't think it's like that. It's just that we, we in ourselves know we're out of alignment. You know, when you know what you should be doing and you don't do it, yeah. it eats away inside. Well, and it creates, I agree with you a thousand percent, and it creates additional energetic strain. So it's not just exactly. the thing that I'm doing that I know I shouldn't be doing. It's that I know what I should be doing and I'm not. It's that there's that pull that uh, yes. kind of working against yourself. And that's really damaging to the system. Yes, that's exactly it. You're, you you just you phrase, phrase it better than I did. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh my goodness! Now I know we've got just a couple minutes before the break, but I'd love it. Can you share another one of those quick strategies with us? Those quick five minute strategies to get us to the break. Absolutely. When you're feeling very very flagged and tired out, take make a smoothie. Get your blender out. Throw some almond milk in, some organic almond milk, some frozen berries or fresh berries if you have them, um, and whirl that up with uh, a little bit of um, protein powder if you have it. But make sure it's a whole food protein powder like raw, which is, you know, uh, vegan sources. Um, Put that all together, blend it together, and you will have energy from just sipping on that smoothie. Now, this book is chock full of recipes as well. Is there a favorite smoothie that you like or that you'd recommend maybe for someone who's just starting out with this and is a little leery? They may not want to take 10,000 pounds of kale and shove it into their blender. Right. You know, the the basic ones, there are a lot of smoothie recipes in there to choose from, that's for sure. And some of the simplest ones, and the simplest one I know of that I will often use is just to take a half a banana, some frozen berries, some um, uh, 
organic almond milk or I like coconut milk as well, so or organic coconut milk. Uh, blend that together and um, and add some ice to it to, to give it that, you know, really cold, refreshing taste. The banana gives it a creaminess, so you've got this creamy, healthy smoothie that's low in calories and high in nutrition and tastes really, really yummy. Mm, I love that. And again, it's nourishment. It's not bad girl have a smoothie. It's look what I've created for you, this beautiful smoothie to delight your senses and, and remind. And when I have, (laughs) when I have a smoothie in the morning, it's because I'm reminding myself that I love myself. Here you go, Karen. I love you. Have this smoothie. It'll be delicious. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Now, when we come back after the break, I know I want to talk with you about your own, about your own personal journey about your own personal story, but I'll also ask you to share some more of those instant energy tips. Do people ever look at instant energy and think that maybe it's too good to be true? That it, that it's a kind of a, do you know what I mean? Instant, can it really be instant? Mm -hmm. Can it really work? Yes, people will question that, you know, and I like to say, you know, instant can be five minutes. But, uh, you know, yes, it, it, people do question that, but once they actually try the strategies, like when I do a live seminar and I take people through five strategies over the course of maybe 45-minute talk, they are, they're convinced. They get it then because they experience it firsthand, and they're not even doing five minutes. They're doing one or two minutes of each strategy that we introduce. I love it. And it's, this is one of those things where the, the proof of the pudding is in the eating, as my mother would say, right? The, the right proof on. of this, like, go ahead, try some of these, experiment with this, have the smoothie, sit down and do the conscious breathing and see how it feels for you. See how that can make some changes in your life. We're, you're listening to Out of the Fog with Karen Hager, and I'm talking with Dr. Marilyn Joyce. We're talking about her book, Instant Energy, the five keys to unlimited energy and vitality. And you'll see when you look at the cover of the book that energy is spelled out like an acronym. When we come out back after this break, I'm going to ask Dr. Marilyn what that acronym means. We'll hear more about her personal journey and how she came to this work and how what she shares in the book are things that she has lived herself. We'll be right back with more conversation after this. styling your hair every day and do you want a good hairstyle every day hi i'm sarah schuster i went on a website called inventnow.org and after that i decided to invent something too something called the insta do just imagine you just put it over your head like a helmet does and you pick your hairstyle with the buttons on the side and you can have instant hairstyle in seconds People like it. People like Jeff Bart. I like it. And people like Kenneth. It's the summer thing, and it fits over your head, and it's great. Thank you, Kenneth. You should go to inventnow.org, and it could help you come up with your own invention. After all, look at me on the radio now. Anything's possible. Keep thinking. Get started on your own inventions, or just play some games at inventnow.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, the National Inventors Hall of Fame Foundation, and the Ad Council. Hey, Larry, mind if I sit down? Nope. This coffee tastes like uh, coffee. So what's going on? Not much. What's new? Not much. Okay, but can you please put the newspaper down while you say not much? What newspaper? This newspaper. Oh, dude, what happened to your face? I see one, two, three, four, five, six. Dude, what is this? 
11 pieces of toilet paper stuck to your face? I'm shaving in the dark to save energy. I'm helping the environment. That's a dangerous way to help the environment. Well, sometimes you have to sacrifice yourself for the greater good. Dude, there's an easier and safer way to help the environment without sacrificing yourself. Go green, go public. Take public transportation. It's good for the environment and you won't have to live behind a newspaper. Wow. But for now, put the newspaper back up. A message from the public transportation systems across the country. To learn more, visit publictransportation.org. It's always nice to come home, but these days, many Americans are at risk of foreclosure and losing their homes. Fortunately, help is available. Making Home Affordable is a free program from the U.S. government that has already helped over a million struggling homeowners, and we want to help you. I'm home, I'm home, and I love it, I'm home. Find out now what your options are. Go to makinghomeaffordable.gov or call 1-888-995-HOPE. The sooner you act, the better chance we can help you. I'm home, I'm home, where I be. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. And now back to Out of the Fog with Karen Hager on Empower Radio. EmpowerRadio.com. Welcome back to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager, and my guest is Dr. Marilyn Joyce. We're talking about her book, Instant Energy, The Five Keys to Unlimited Energy and Vitality. You can find out more about Dr. Marilyn and her work at drmarilynjoyce.com. And of course, I love hearing from you about what what you're getting from what you hear on Out of the Fog. Have you tried any of Dr. Marilyn's five-minute strategies? Are you open to trying and experimenting? What happens when you do? What are the places in your life where you would most like to make lasting change? Are there any things that you're going through where there's something that you know you're doing and you know you should be doing something else, but you're doing it anyway? How is that pulling in your energy? How does that create something that you can now invite healing into? You can always connect with me through email. My email address is karen at KarenHager.com. And of course, KarenHager.com is my website where you can find out everything that's going on in my world, find out who's coming up on the show, all kinds of good stuff there. Dr. Marilyn, before we went to the break, we, well, we, gosh, there's a lot to talk about. I think what I'd like to do is ask you, because instant energy, energy in the book cover is an acronym, can you let me know what that stands for? Because this is very, this is very cleverly done here. So what's it stand for? Oh, thank you for asking that, Karen, because this, there's a really good story that goes with this. Um, I had the book done and ready to go to the publisher on the night before Thanksgiving Day. This was a, a couple of years ago, a few years ago. I had it done, and it did, there was no acronym. And I had planned that day to the Thanksgiving Day to start my own detox and to have, you know, do exactly what I teach in the book. And to have this amazing weekend, I prepared everything for it and got to bed at 4 o'clock in the morning and thought, great, I can sleep in and really enjoy my next few days, right, going through my program. And I woke up two hours later at 6 o'clock in the morning with this 
energy is an acronym. And I'm like, no way. <laughs> I am done. The book is gone. I am finished. And I kept getting this message, an acronym. Energy is an acronym. I couldn't sleep, so I got up and I went through and I sat down on my computer. And within five minutes, it flowed out of me. And what shocked me was the order in which it flowed is exactly how I teach my clients to get well, help them get well. And the first E is an interesting concept because I'll explain this. Whenever my assistant came in who had gone through a really tough time, her husband had 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 a stroke, and she was the primary caregiver, and she would often forget to breathe. And I would look at her and give her that look, and she'd go, I know, exhale fully first. So that was number one, exhale fully first, because until you fully exhale, you cannot fully inhale. And I learned that years before in yoga, and I still practice it to this day, and I teach my patients, my clients, how to really let go of all that breath. We do that in live events, and it's so much fun, because people, most people never fully breathe to begin with, far less fully exhale, so that they can fully inhale. So that's the first E. The N in energy is nutrition excellence daily, not monthly, not Monday morning, and not New Year's Day, but every day. And so that's nutrition excellence daily. The next E in energy is exercise for cellular rejuvenation, which we talked about in the last segment. And so that was the next E. The R is the the most challenging step for anybody that I work with in our culture, not so much in other cultures in the world, but in our culture, rest, relax, rejuvenate, and meditate. So there's the three R's and the M there, but that's really critical. And it's, you know, taking time out. I always say to people, take five now to save five later. So that's take five minutes now to save five years later. My journey was a five-year journey. I never took five minutes out to relax before I was diagnosed with cancer. The next part of that word is the G, and that is gratitude attitude. You know, it's really focusing on how, you know, what you focus on expands, so why not focus on what you have to be grateful for, especially on those days when you don't feel so much that way. And the next letter is the Y, and that is for your five keys, because I have hundreds of strategies, as you could see in the book Instant Energy. Not, no one is going to do all of those. They're going to, we're going to select they're going to select the five that they would be most inclined to do, one for each of the five keys. They will do one for each of those. And when they get bored with that or they've done enough of it and they want to try something new because that's human nature to get bored, uh, then we introduce another strategy that they'll do and another strategy in each of those areas. And so it's your five keys. It's very individualized. That's why I've come up with hundreds of different strategies, not five or six. There's five keys, but there's hundreds of different strategies. I love this, and it and to me, there's a there's kind of an, an added the bonus to this is that even when you think something is finished, there is still room, <laughs> right? Someone who is healthy, who yep. is healthy, mind, body, spirit, energetically, emotionally, somebody who's healthy will take that inspiration and is willing to revisit something that they thought was finished, and I think that's pretty. I think that's pretty awesome. You could have rolled over and gone back to sleep, and you didn't, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I, it was funny because after that, I had the most relaxing time. 
until I had to get back to work and rewrite the entire front of the book to, to match <laughs> the acronym. <laughs> but at least I had three days of peace and quiet before then. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. So I'd love to hear Dr. Marlin a little bit about your own journey. The the passion for what you do is very clear in your writing and in talking to you. How did you get to this place? What what brought you here? Well, you know, Karen, I started my life and I you know, I, I never used to share too much of this, but I started my life basically as a kid in a very tormented background. I'm, I'm sure many people have a similar story. You know, I, I came from a background where my mother was diagnosed with schizophrenia, paranoid schizophrenia. My father was never there because of his work. And so, you know, basically, by the time I was 14, I couldn't live with it anymore. It was frightening and, and challenging every day. So at 14, I ran away, and I ended up on the streets of Toronto. And, um, you know, there's a, a whole lot of stories around that. But that's where I ended up, and I think I really learned street smarts there. Um, and basically from there, I had this, I realized that I was not going to be a street kid. I was not going to, I was there for a year and a half, but I knew I was not, that was not my life. I'm a survivor who's a thriver. I didn't know that then, but over the years I've learned that. And so I traversed that journey and then traveled around the world and, um, hitchhiking. And during the time when it was healthier, or not healthier, but safer to hitchhike than it is today, for sure, and ended up in India, as I mentioned earlier. But during that time, I actually lived with 17 different cultures that were really healthy and lived long years compared to what I had seen in my own backyard, you know, where people weren't as healthy and they were, you know, cardiovascular disease was becoming more prevalent and cancer was the next thing on the agenda, you know. So it was like I was seeing all of that, but in these 17 different cultures, I didn't see much of that. And people were healthier and happier and they didn't have as much, but they were healthier and happier. So that was kind of the, the, the seed that was planted. But flip forward, I went to back to university, actually the university that I used to watch when I was a homeless kid. And I said, one day I'm going to go there. Uh. And one day I got there. And got my biochemistry degrees, and, and from there, you know, basically went out in the world as a registered dietitian and worked in hospitals and homes. And during that time, here I am in the health field, I was diagnosed with melanoma. It was like a shock to my system. I didn't even know what it was, to be quite honest. I knew about, you know, uterine cancer and breast cancer and prostate cancer, because those were the things I saw in my patients. But melanoma was not as common then as it is today in the 80s. And that was in the mid-80s. And so I was diagnosed with melanoma, but early stage. And fortunately, it was early stage because melanoma goes deep fast. Mm. So we got it early. But a week and a half to two weeks later, I was doubled over in pain and rushed in the hospital. And I had been misdiagnosed for at least two years with what they call PMS, when in fact it was uterine cancer. And by the time they diagnosed it, it was stage four. I was oh. only 35. Two of my great aunts had died from uterine cancer, but they were much older than I was, more than double my age. So, you know, I, yes, it runs in your family, but, you know, uh, the thing that I always tell people is, you know, genetics is the, the rifle or the gun. Uh, your lifestyle is the trigger. Mm. And so when I looked at my lifestyle, I was working in hospitals and homes, and I hated my work. I, I love working with people, but I was an administrative dietitian because I had two kids to support, and I was a single mom. I was working long, hard hours in a job I hated. So I always tell people, if you hate your job, dump your job, get something really that you're really passionate about because it will make all the difference in the world. 
Um, so anyway, I was working at something I hated. I was working long hours and diagnosed with stage four cancer. And it was a, a downward spiral for me over the following five years where I tried, I did go through three rounds of chemo, but after talking to the great white telephone every day, if you get my drift <laughs> in the bathroom, mm-hmm. um, I basically woke up and thought, you know, if I'm going to die, I'd rather die naturally. So I quit all of that and I, what a, I did what every good patient does when they give up one form of therapy. I started looking for other therapies. And I started expanding my horizons from what I learned in the medical world to beyond to what I had actually learned back in my yoga days and revisited that as well as all of the alternative therapies that were coming on the marketplace. Now, back then in the 80s, we didn't have the Internet, so there was no way to go and find your information by just clicking your mouse on on a page. You had to go to the library and do the research. And so that's what I did. And um, I kept finding different things and trying different things and traveled around the world, spent all of my retirement savings trying, just saving my life. And, you know, there is that saying that you work the first half of your life to save all this money. Uh, you work hard the first half of your life to save all this money that you end up spending the second half of your life to get over the illness that you created while you were working so hard at a job you hated <laughs> so, in your early years. So, you know, kind of, that's kind of what happened. Basically, I went through all my savings looking for the magic bullet, the cure. And I didn't find a magic bullet for cure. But what did happen was I reached the point of what the doctor said was no return in 1989 when I was 88 pounds in a wheelchair and I was given less than two weeks to live mm. and told to go home and take care of my affairs. I couldn't eat or drink anything. All I could do was suck on ice chips. And that was when I experienced what I now refer to as my miracle weekend. And that's when I was introduced to Jim, the Vitamix man, who made ice chips that were full of nutrition instead of just ice chips. And then um, from there, uh, the next part of the next the next part of the weekend was the following day. And on that following day, I was uh, I was introduced to Dr. Bernie Siegel who introduced me to the concept of writing a gratitude journal. And honestly, Karen, when he said to me, have you ever written a gratitude journal? And he, had it, he said it with such enthusiasm. And I looked at him probably with a look of disgust because he, he thought I had blocks on my shoulder, not chips. Mm. <laughs> but he, he, I, I said to him, are you out of your mind? I am dying. What's the point? And he said, well, you know what, you focus on expands, and if you continue to focus on what you're focused on now, that's not a very good thing to expand upon. It might be worth it to try the gratitude journal and look at the things that you're grateful for or you should be grateful for. You know, you've got people who cared enough to bring you here, who love you enough to, to take care of you, who, you know, are, you've, got, you've got me here now talking to you. And, you know, it was like he, he reframed things in a way that I... No one had ever really done. You know what I mean? It's like I, I had been a good victim, I think, for a lot of my life without realizing that I had been, you know? And so the next day, I sat down with a gratitude journal, first day, and I remember him saying, if you, if you can only think of one thing to write, write it five times, but write five gratitudes. And I looked out the window and looked at the overcast, dismal, middle-of-winter Canada day, and I said, God, if you want me to write in this journal, please give me a sign. And within a few seconds or a minute, 
the sun shone through the clouds just for a few seconds. But during that time, I looked at that as a sign, and I wrote, Dear God, thank you for the sun. Thank you for the sun. Thank you for the sun. (laughs) Five times. But at the end of a month, I wrote 138 gratitudes, and every one of them were different, Karen. Wow. And, you know, that whole thing of what you focus on expands. I'm still here today and about to begin a new journey. You know, so life is full of twists and turns. Well, it is, and there's a... And there's what I'm hearing and what you're saying. There's a way of being actively engaged in your own life. And yeah. it sounds to me like that went away for a little bit there. And when you right when you make that shift back and you're actively engaged in whatever it is, that makes all the difference. That's another part of nourishing yourself, I think, is allowing yourself to be an active participant in your own life. Absolutely. You know, and there's a saying that, you know, this this older lady I met when I was doing some travels a long time ago said, it ain't over till it's over. And I, I never forgot that. Those were her exact words, not it isn't over till it's over. It ain't over till it's over, honey. Hmm. And I remember that saying, you know, it's like when, when patients will say to me or, or the family of, of, of one of my patients will say, is there really any point? You know, should we just give up? And I look at them and I say, you know, if I had given up, which I was about to do, I wouldn't be here talking to you now. It's not over until it's over. You just keep on looking and turning over one stone after another and being responsible, really, taking responsibility for your own life and your own health. If the day comes where it's not, you're not meant to be here, you'll go. You'll go to the next place. But right now, this is it. And you do whatever you can, whether it's for yourself or for your loved one or for both of you, you know? I know that you really encourage us to live a life of of passion. As you said, if there's somebody listening who's feeling like they're not that passionate, they can't come up with what they most want to do or what they most desire, how can they start to tap into that? We so often deny ourselves what we want and then we kind of forget all about it. How can they start to tap back into that passion, that active engagement in their own life? You know, that's exactly, it's so funny because, you know, when people come to me with their, with cancer, you know, they want, they want mentoring for cancer. Most of what ends up happening is we do the exact thing that we're talking about right now. We mentor on how to come to the place of knowing who they are at their most authentic place, getting in touch with the deepest part of who they are and what they are here to do. I'm a real believer that we're all a piece of the cosmic jigsaw puzzle. And without us, you know, fulfilling our mission, whatever that may be, and if we don't get to that mission, then we've missed the point. But we, if we are not there, if we're not fulfilling our mission, that piece of that cosmic jigsaw puzzle is missing and it's not complete. It's by us coming to the realization of our deepest inner soul's urge that we can make a difference in our own lives, which in turn makes a difference in the lives of the people around us. You know, it is being of service, but I think you have to really, you know, it's like you have to put the oxygen mask on yourself on the airplane first before you can help anybody else. And I think it's really critical to really do that in your own life, to put that oxygen mask on in your own life, find out who you really are, what makes you sing when you were a little child, what was it that made you dance for joy or sing for joy, you know, and getting back to some part of that essence. Um, There's a whole process for getting there, but 
but when you really do, and I, I, a lot of it really comes from the journaling, you know, when you t- spend the time in prayer and meditation, journaling, you'll get the answers because that's really what happened for me uh, not long ago, a, la- a year ago in September. I literally was on my knees. I just felt like my world around me was shattering. So many personal uh, losses had occurred. Uh, people that I really cared about within my immediate family and beyond in my inner circle. Um, and I, and I actually also, too, I had had to go through the process of cleaning up after them because they left so suddenly. You know what I mean? Whether it was a freak accident or an illness that, was suddenly, that suddenly took them out. But the point was that nobody wanted what they had. And, and so one morning, I, I had, after a terrible nightmare that I had, it, it was a recurring nightmare that I was being murdered, <laughs> no less. But I woke up from it, and I remember the words running through my head, you can't take it with you, you can't take it with you. And, you know, as you get older, there is that period where you start to wake up and go, I have a lot of beautiful things, but what if nobody else wants them, and I can't take them with me? And you begin to realize that you're owned by your things. You don't own them. Mm. Now, when you were younger and you have a family at home and so on, it's a different story. But when you're in your 60s and you're, you know, you're uh, looking at your life as what now? You know, what's the next step? Um, that's kind of where I was at. And then I got this message. I woke up. I meditated and prayed for three hours straight, journaled that night, slept like a baby for the first time in months and uh, woke up the next morning to the, the words, Journey of a Thousand Days. And then I was counseling and coaching a, a client who's also a friend who knew the journey I was facing, and the words came out, What Matters Now? And I realized that that's a question that all of us ask at some point in our lives when we've lost someone, something, or everything that we thought was important to us. What matters now? And when you get to that place, I, don't, I would never wish for somebody to be on the verge of death. I would never wish for them to be where I was in 1989. But what I would wish for them is that they could imagine what they'd like to see on their epitaph when they leave this planet. You know, just get to the core of what brings, what makes your soul sing and dance. And we all, when we get in touch with that, the whole world changes for us. Things open up that we never imagined would open up. People come to our aid that we never, ever would have expected to have that, to have come to us. I mean, it just goes on and on. You know what I'm saying, Karen? I do. But it's living your passion. I do, and it opens you up to those kind of synchronicities. It's a, a oh, show yeah. It's a show you hear on the radio or a book falls off the shelf and lands at your feet yes. or a conversation you overhear when you are... When you have created that clean, safe space for yourself to listen, all those synchronicities are right there at your fingertips. They never left. It's just that we kind of, we we look away, I think. Yes, exactly. They're always there. You know, it's just that we close that door or we don't walk through the right door. I mean, I had a friend who is an astrologer who said to me, Marilyn, the, the issue you have is that you're walking, you're trying to open all the wrong doors. The one door that's open, you're not even walking through it. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, let me, let me reflect upon that in my journal. Mm-hmm. And all of that was, uh, you know, coming up at the same time, you know. So it's, uh, it really comes down to getting in touch with it. And I want to share, do I have a moment to share just a quick little story? Yes, of course. About that, Karen? Mm-hmm. Because one of the things that happened that really brought this home full force to me was years ago, I was working with an extremely handsome, healthy, specimen of a man on the surface. 
but he was diagnosed with cancer. And he went into remission while we were working together, and then I never saw him for quite some time. And then out of the blue, I got a call from his ex-wife saying, he needs you. And I went to his home to work with him, and I was shocked by what I saw. The cancer had come back full force. And he, his last words to me as we were holding hands were these words. He said, I did everything you told me to do nutritionally, exercise-wise, relaxing. And he said, the one thing you told me to do was to sell the business I hated. And I didn't do it. He, he had a hugely successful accounting firm, and he hated every minute of it. But he kept holding on to it because he wanted to leave a good uh, inheritance to his children. Do you know what? His children would have rather had him here than the inheritance they got. Mm. And he realized that as he was leaving this planet, that the one thing he had not done was dump the job that he hated. It would have given him a substantial amount of income that he probably would have never had to work another day of his life. And he held on instead to something for all the wrong reasons, instead of finding and living his passion. His children were the ones who never, who, lost, who were the losers. Mm. You know, so that, that, I tell that story only because I think it's so critical for us to really explore and examine our own lives. Because what, when we feel joy, we radiate that joy out to everyone in our circle, including our children and our grandchildren. Our parents, our children, you know, our friends, our associates. Mm. We owe it to ourselves, but also to those who are affected by us, who are in our circle, to for, live our passion. For listeners who want to know more, who want to connect with you, can you tell us how they can reach you and anything else you want us to know? This is the part where you get to plug your website and say your books, <laughs> and you get to do all those. Do all those things, please. <laughs> Fabulous. Um, well, definitely they can go to drmarilynjoyce.com and they can take a look at what's available there. There is a free gift there, but I also have a gift at 5minuteenergytips.com, which is where people can also connect with me. There's the, in, the email address is there for them um, to connect with me as well as the, our office phone number. And they also will get my top, top 10 energy tips which uh, some of which we talked about today and they're all five minute tips that are quick and easy. It's like a checklist kind of uh, tip page and they can get that for free at that page. And it's the number five minute energy tips with an S.com. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you so much. And, and thank you for being on the show today. It's, there's a lot, this book, like I said, is enormous. There's so much in here, but I appreciate you coming on. And we kind of gently looked at just a few of the things in the book. So thank you so much. You are so welcome, Karen. Thank you so much for having me on your show. This has just been an absolute delight. Oh, I'm, I'm glad to hear it. I, I feel the same way. Thank you. That is Dr. Marilyn Joyce. We've been talking about her book, Instant Energy, The Five Keys to Unlimited Energy and Vitality. You can find out more about Dr. Marilyn and her work at drmarilynjoyce.com or 5minuteenergytips.com. That's the number 5minuteenergytips.com. And 
of course, I welcome your comments, your feedback about what you heard on the show today. I'd also really like your guest suggestions. Nate and I are lining things up for the fall season and, and into the winter and into the spring. And we'd love to hear who would you like to hear interviewed on this program? If you read any books or heard any teachers who struck something with you, who struck a chord and you'd like to know more, you can always email me, Karen at KarenHager.com. And I will pass that. I will pass that along. Thank you so much for listening today. Together we are spreading a little more light in the world and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.